Buenas noches, San Antonio. Welcome to Puto SAFC. It's Matt. And Clayton is here. Clayton, that was some yacht rock. James Moore. That was some yacht rock, Friend buddy. of the pod, James Moore. <laughs> Tell me about that song, James. It's, um, it's summertime in San Antonio now. Who was that and what was that? That's Steely Dan, Hey 19, and it is yacht rock season. That is... I would put Steely Dan on the uh, on the Mount Rushmore of of yacht rock. <laughs> Surely, you know, uh, you get uh, Christopher Cross there. He's uh, in Steely Dan. No, no, no. Like if you were at the Mount okay. Rushmore, like okay. other, you know, uh, Jerry Rafferty probably, uh, Kenny Loggins, Loggins and Messina, uh, and definitely Steely Dan on there. And it's that time of year. It's post Memorial Day. It's easy listening. It's oh. it's it's. Good vibes. Is that why friend of the pod, James Moore, chef of Full Belly, if you haven't been to Full Belly, best brunch in San Antonio, is that why he chose that song? Yes. We were driving over here and we heard it on the on the Yacht Rock station and I was like, man, I don't have any music for tonight. Uh, I haven't put in the work. And he's like, dude, this is perfect right here. Boom. There it is. Do you know anyone with a boat? Um, yes. I do know. Well, we know Chris Carl, friend There's of the pod. Boat? Oh. Family he needs to do more boat visit days. Not, I'm going to pack, I'm going to commit to spending the night and sleeping on your couch or in your guest bedroom, but just come up for the day, right around. I love that skit on Saturday Night Live on the news, the guy that just bought a boat. Love it. Yeah. So good. That's the only reason I don't own a boat, but just because I've heard way too many times that, that the best day, or... Yep. The, what is it, the day you buy it, the day you sell it? Those are the two best boat days. That's why Chris Carl is coming in handy. Friend of the pod, Chris Carl, pretty dedicated listener these days. SAFC season ticket holder, friend yep. of the pod, Chris Carl. Let's have a boat day. Not a boat weekend. No commitment. Just like you go up, you throw your keys in the bowl, you get in the boat, you go out, you come back, you drive back home. Every time we've been out to his place and gotten on the boat, it's been a great day. Never yeah. had never had a bad never had a boat day bad ne- boat day never have I ever had a bad day at the lake there we go <laughs> so yes it's that time of year it's the heat is on and yacht rock is here and we are here to give you some nice easy vibes sweet nineteen hey nineteen hey, hey nine hey nineteen by Steely Dan. Well, we're back at the pod. What What is this? A stimulus bar. Stimulus bar. I don't even know anymore what's what. We're in my backyard in the tavern. A little bit later than normal, too, for us. I might change this to the tavern. Burn, burning the midnight oil tonight. 1230. Great night. Yep. Big 1-0 victory through a shutout tonight. Oh, huge victory for the James gang tonight. Putting me, putting me in a great mood to talk to our listeners. Listen to this, Clayton. Yeah, that's the high life. Remember Champ- the old high life commercials like that? Now you're living the high life. Champagne of beers. Like the guy just sitting out there like watering his yard, you know, like in his <laughs> like with his shirt off. You was know? it ironic? Or the dude flipping the burgers? And was stuff. it ironic? I don't know whether they were trying to like make fun of the people that would, but like, and maybe at the time when those commercials were, were running, I didn't appreciate the stuff that they were, but now I certainly do. Like thinking back on those commercials. Here we are. Hey, man. It is beautiful out here. It's 12.30 a.m. And we're about to talk soccer. This is great shit. We are. Cheers. Yeah. Welcome. Boom. Thanks yep. for coming over. Of course. Angie appreciates it. We appreciate it. The yard looks good. And it's finally not hot at 12.30 a.m. So we you can know, be out here. This is awesome. You want to talk some SAFC? Let's talk SAFC. There was a game on Saturday. 
um, at 10 p.m. start time. I remember I texted you. I said, because I think we told our listeners it started at 9 because I don't know if I've ever seen a game that started at 10, at 10 p.m., right? Did I send one of my cliched if a, if a soccer game happens in the forest and no one's watching, did it really happen? Did I send that? I don't know if you sent it just to me or you sent it to one of our group that we send the, <laughs> that we send the pod out to. Was it about this game? It was about this game. Boy, if, like a, if we lose on the road... And no one's watching. Did we really even lose? So it was a 10 p.m. start. Did you make it? Uh, did you watch? And were you awake and make it through the whole game? Yes, and yes, and yes. Okay, me as me as well. I watched the first half with my family, and they were very tolerant of that. And then they gave me a children. Quick, yes, I let the boys stay up late because he loved, Charlie stayed up late because he loves SAFC that much. And uh, James Moore. Thank you very much. Oh, I was going to be That's mad a good clink if right this there. wasn't for me. And then I was told um, just very flatly, first half, yes, second half, you're on your own. Go downstairs and, uh, and watch on your own. And that was great. And for those that didn't see, uh, my, my thoughts at the end were I was upset that I stayed up that late to watch it. <laughs> that's, that, that's really my assessment of the whole thing. I stayed up that late and dragged ass on Sunday because I stayed up that late to watch it. I wished you had sent me that in a text and I would have put it on Twitter because apparently we have Twitter friends and that's the thing. That is perfect, dude. I had the corona, so I couldn't leave home, and I still struggled watching this game. Like, when the choice was go lie in bed even though I'm not tired and I've done nothing for the last week, or watch this game. It was really hard to watch this was it, game. Was it bad soccer, or was it two really competitive teams that play a certain way, and it's just not visually pleasing on the eye? Yes, it was. It was that. And I know you like it was not bad. Soccer. Things can be more than one. Things can be more than one thing. There you go. Things can be two things. It was not bad soccer. It was hard fought. If you were playing, this would have been in a great game to play in. I mean, the intensity was there. Like, and we've talked about the bad uh, attendance at USL matches. Uh-huh. There was good. There was good attendance. There was really good attendance there. Yep. Their stadium still looks kind of like a like glorified high school stadium. Yep. With the aluminum, yeah, you know, with the aluminum bleachers and stuff like that. But good attendance. They obviously they they love them at home as we mentioned last episode they hadn't lost at home this season oh yes I don't know if they're if they've won all their games but they're undefeated for sure I know that what this is my last point but I'll bring it up first is this a rivalry Clayton let's no. start with big picture no I don't think we have Boy. a rivalry with any teams in California Clayton these are chippy games I mean, every we, we time. mentioned we mentioned the the Tainer dust up from last season. Every time we play them, they are annoying. Did you notice the homerism from the announcers? Yes. There's well, did the did the English guy did he play for them? Adam Moffitt, Moffitt. former Houston Dynamo, former Portland Timber, probably former Sacramento Republic. I didn't check that, but he must have. He was they, the two of them combined. I did, I, I did the one observation i did the other guy was not very knowledgeable about soccer okay and, and that was made it that made it very difficult to mm-hmm. watch and moffitt like had a difficult time like playing off of him because he, he had sucked. a lot of homerism clayton I'm, I'm fine with that though in the usl i'm fine with that 
they accused us of being the chippier team when really the team from their coach on down this game we were pretty vanilla milk toast playing soccer and they were pretty yappy yappy like a chihuahua it, it was i think that they i think that they remembered that last game and the dust up from last season more than more than we did like we i don't know what their personnel whether it's a lot of the same people or not but mm-hmm. it was definitely something they rem- they remembered agreed completely and also just in the standings they needed this yep. result way more than we did and like I, I don't know if that's even a thing like at this point in the season where, where people are really thinking about that and playoff position and stuff like that. They were like third to last. So I think when you're that low, even though the points were close, you're looking real bad. So the desperate it wasn't desperate, but it was desperate. Right. And they're coming off of a win over an MLS team Ooh. in the in the Lamar Hunt US Open Cup. True. And I don't know what they had done the game right before this, but they were back at home where they're undefeated. And like I, I get the feeling that Sacramento is is and I've never been there. I don't know anything about. I do know? I think it is the capital of California. Yep, armpit of California. I think that they probably have maybe a little chip on their shoulder. Armpit they're not, of California. They're, they're not. They're not San Francisco. No. They're not San Diego. They're not L.A. So what's theirs is theirs, and so they're they're very puro about their about their their team. Agreed, which I love. Yes, you know. So and, and like and a team is going to feed off of that, right? Yep. So and and it definitely seems like. That is some that's something they have going on there. So point good for prove. so good for them. Chip on their shoulder, point to prove. Yes, we're somebody, and and that's kind of the way they they they've played over the last couple of seasons as well, right? Yeah. They're they're big guys. They're physical. Lots of crosses in, into the box, and that takes us maybe to the results. And let's tell the listeners what happened. Thank you. Game recap: one nothing Sacramento, thirty seventh minute goal. Douglas Martinez or Douglas probably. Off a corner kick. Yep. 90th minute, Fabian Garcia, second yellow for a red card. And the game ends. It's one to nothing. I mean, there's really not more in the, like, in the recap to give. Like, that's how kind of a drab game it was. You know, like, I get, that's not the right way to describe it. Uh, not a lot of soccering things to talk about. How about well, that? Well, it was better than our Houston Dynamo SAFC Open Cup, which was just bad soccer. I don't think this was bad soccer. The teams knew what they wanted to do. They did their things. They worked hard. They pressured each other. They played hard. It just wasn't attractive overall. And you know what? We should give – we don't very often give credit to the other team. Yeah. They're back, they're back three. Great job. I yeah. mean, we only had, like, what, five shots, like one on goal or something like that, maybe – or ten mm-hmm. shots, the one stats on goal. Were, the stats were pretty even, 11-11 on shots overall. Possession was 54-46. So, one nothing, not just or unjust. Like, the stats are pretty even, so they got the goal we didn't. And, and I did look at the stats, uh, and I don't have them right in front of me because I didn't take good notes this week, but, like, we won, like – all the aerial duels and the tackles and stuff like air, that. Well, I'm, I look at these. Duels. Yeah, I look at these things, and I'm so interested. Like, I don't know what they are exactly, but but like they do, they do say something. They don't say nothing, you know. But like, I think the, that we talked about this in my notes. Say lots of crosses, and we predicted that. Like, you know what I saw, Clayton? So aerial duels make sense because they keep crossing it. And if you don't win the aerial duels, they're going to be shoot shots on goal with their head. And, and for the first time in a few years, uh, size and and in the air is, is a strength of ours, yes? 
Huh. Even though we gave up the goal, and we can get to that. Yes. Yes, I agree with that. We do have good size in certain spots. But they did it enough, and one of them worked. Right? You know, we didn't fuck up. One of them, they scored a header. Nice header. No, I, I have no fingers to point. I went I went back and watched it maybe five times. Hard and to I kept point. PC ended up on the guy. It was PC's guy. And I don't know whether that guy is a lot bigger than PC or more athletic or what. Yes, but like, and yes. But, like, PC wasn't looking at the ball. He was facing the wrong way. And their guy gets to the spot and finds a little pocket of space. Are you assigning blame on PC? No, I'm not. It like, looked like a zonal versus... Man to man. Like some guys are supposed to be man to man, some guys are yeah. supposed to be zonal, and he just found a little pocket where it's like, well, once he gets to this area, then one of you needs to step to the ball. We, and we just we, got caught in between. We put our big boys on the six yard. One, two, three. Garcia, Kamiri, and Tainer. That's exactly yes. You're straight exactly right. across the six. And you know what? When you put all your big guys defending the most vulnerable spots, PC will get lined up. But it is a little disappointing that like, if you had to pick one guy on their whole team, there was that big fucking Darren of a defender mm-hmm. who's just knocking everybody around yeah. like it was a rugby match. And then Martinez. You would want someone bigger on Martinez. It wasn't a glaring error. No. It, he wasn't wide open. No. I mean, like, even PC, like, he was in front of the guy, yeah. and he just didn't jump. Like, he just didn't time his – and, like, there was a guy in front of him and a guy behind him. It's just a good goal. And they played a short corner. And guy and overlaps. Center, he centers it pretty quickly, maybe, which is a good play. And, and maybe you could put fault on that, that we didn't have two people out there eh. to put pressure on the ball. It's not like he got in and we all came out, though, you know? It wasn't like the like we talked about the week before where we just thought the guys yeah. weren't paying attention. Yeah, it was not the Dynamo goal where everyone was kind of snapping. There we go. We were doing our best. The guy was bigger and more athletic and scored a nice goal. Yep. You know, it happens. It's sad that that's what beat us because we fought hard and we played well. I mean, on the road, traveling across the country. Nah. I mean, all right, yes. It, 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 can we go so far as to say that we're going to have a letdown at some point? Is it, it, is it that easy or it, no? It was a fair game and we played well. And we've been winning these games this year and this is one that we didn't win. Good. There you go. Good. I think that's a good point that sometimes the one nothings are going to go against you. Right? I guess, I guess. Uh, you know what I saw, Clayton, that I haven't seen since like 1989 or 1996 high school ball? Was their winger. They play wingers, dude. Yes. We, we said they're going to cross. Did you see this? The guy gets it. He's got like 10 yards to his right of inbounds play. So he's out wide. He's 10 yards from the, from the sideline. And instead of passing in, dribbling in, taking space... He drives to the corner flag like away old from old school English soccer. Away from all the pressure and all the D, knowing that at the exact end line corner flag, I will center it from there. A looping and I'll play it back across, and those guys know that I'm going to do that, yeah. so they'll time their runs accordingly. Did you see that? At least yes. a few. I mean, it was a pattern, right? That's what they we. It's what we used to see, and it kind of warmed my heart. And made me hate them even more and make it a rivalry for me that I'm it's so ugly and retro. And like, but also at the same time, you know, it's like we're gonna do this and you have to stop it. Yeah. You know, they're like that's a like that's a thing. 
You know? Who's your favorite English it's winger? Like, it's, like a, it's like a high school football team that runs the wing tee. Exactly. Something like that. Three How about yards that? and a pile of dust. There we go. Look at that. Look at us coming up with a exactly. kind of I thought analogy. Ohio State, 1960s. Three yards, pile of dust. Just go, go, go. And you know what? Eventually, those three yards will take us in the end zone. One of these crosses, we'll get headed in, and we'll get our goal, and then fucking Darren can knock everybody over. And you know what? Like, I... Like, unlike, uh, so, like, in, let's use, keep going with the high school football analogy. Like, if you get behind in a game and you run, like, the wing tee or whatever where you rush the ball 75 times in a game, it makes it difficult, Bad. and sometimes that's a problem. But this philosophy, this, yep. this feels like you're always going to be in, in a game. You're right? wasting like, time with the football analogy. Like, you're taking it to the corner. What's going to happen? Either you, get, you might get a corner kick, you might get a free kick, Making a shot on goal, like a lot of the outcomes. Put the ball in the mixer, see what see what happens. Time-consuming outcomes that, if you're in the lead, are great to consume time and create chances. But if you're losing, yeah, if, if we'd got in the lead first, it would not have worked at all. I think in hockey they say like fire it across the crease, and and like anything could happen. It can hit off someone's skate and go in. It could, you know, someone get a deflection. It can go in. Yeah. Like put it in the mixer. It's a I like that. It's not a. It's not the. Joga Benita, you know, but uh, but it, like, it, it can work. It makes me hate them though. Why? It makes me hate them. Why? Because it's so retro. Because we know it's coming and we can't stop it. Or... You ever go to a game, like Johnny Manziel, or the run and shoot, come up against Corpus Christi, Cal Allen, and they run it seventy two times, and it's like, yeah, we all know this can work, but like, are you preparing the the players for higher levels? Sacramento? Oh. No, you're not. You're a system quarterback. Or you're a system, you're just you're just a system, you know. Navy. Like, How many Navy players make the NFL? Are you, you know, is it pretty? No. Is it possible to get results? Yes. But we, I mean, you know, I'm all in on the development on the, this league is the minor league. So. Oh, good point. So Sacramento, I'm, Sacramento do they have, like, I don't know if they have an academy. Like, I don't know if they have, see like... see any young players out there? No, I didn't see any. Saw a lot of beards. They're, like, they're, they're a team that wants to compete at this level and be... And like, we've talked about their history and the fact that they went from MLS ready yeah. and MLS promised to now they're just trying to be the best USL team they can be. They're very English championship. And they're, and they're fine with that. You and I, I don't want our USL championship to be the best guys who aren't quite good enough for MLS. I'd rather Jose Gallegos and Diego Luna that will move on and do better things. And you're, you're not really have, – has Sacramento ever sent anyone anywhere? Mitchell Tainer to us, and that's nice. But, any, but I see what you're saying, and but I kind of respect it. Yes. And I kind of yes. – um, I have an admiration for it that it's like this is our style. We're not – we don't have a club that we're trying to develop and sell kids off and stuff like this. It's, you know, we're just trying to be the best Sacramento Republic we can be, and and like this is our model and this is what we're gonna do. It's very Alum Heights Mules. Yes, this is the way we're gonna play. This is what we're gonna do, and we're gonna. Beat you have you. to stop us. Yep. So so good on them, but I I, I do understand your argument as well. I'm done. You know, I just don't have much more about the game at all. Like, any personnel, any, like, no one on our team stood out. Nobody. Uh, 
Deshane Beckford, you were right. When we did Beckford, it was three across the front. So I will Thank yield you. to you I, from I thought, a couple I weeks ago. I thought about that, and I was interested. Like, and it I was watched. very much this week. It was very much Dylan up top, the others on the sides. And then the second half, we went to our old school two forwards formation, and we were better with it. So newsflash, coach, we and the results prefer three midfielders. I, uh, when Loera came on? Yes. Is that where you, yes, when Loera came played on. more of the triangle in the middle. Yes. Had a lot better possession, a lot prettier to watch. The second half, I was in for. The first half was pretty brutal. And, yeah, we lost. It's fine. 1-0 loss. Not coming back home. Staying out there Ooh. this week and playing Monterey Bay on Saturday, right? This isn't a – or is this a is this a Saturday, deal? Clayton. Oh, it's Saturday – Five. five that's right. That's what's. We go from the it. latest game ever to five p.m. our time. Are they coming home? Do you think they came home, or do you think they stayed out in California? I don't know. Call Mitch. Call Batman. See if he's in the Batcave. Yeah. I have no idea. What would you do if you were running a club? Don't know. Running, don't. The, running the team. I got nothing. You get, share. You want to say something? No, I. I, got, I, I don't have an. I, I, don't, I, I have no idea. Zero brain activity on that subject. I have no. I have no idea. I don't know. Like whether it's like. Let's see. You know, if there's, if, if like, perhaps certain ownership groups would leave the team out there because they can't afford to fly everybody. You know, I think a flight's probably cheaper than, than hotels, but gas is up, so who knows? So I don't, I don't really, I don't know. We can ask friend of the pod, Hayden Partain. Uh, the USL website had, so I did research, didn't write anything down. US had uh, this game this weekend as one of the games to watch in June based on how bad we pummeled them at home. Uh, remember, it was their last game. Oh, of, of I a remember. Seven-game road trip or right six-game road trip. We beat them six nothing on April thirtieth. Do you know their last three results though? They won like three in a row, or they four beat out of five. Or Louisville, like that. first place in the East, two nothing. They beat Colorado Springs, first place in the West. They beat Oakland, decent squad. Yep, their last three. So they've turned it around. Frank Yallop, former MLS coach. The guys on our broadcast were, like, saying that Yellup might quit in the 6 nothing game. Like, what's he doing with his life kind of talk. <laughs> that was a Hayden Partain uh, goes Jess Spicoli. Oh, he game. roofed it, dude. He roofed it, bro. Roofed it. And they were really questioning Frank Yellup's life choices <laughs> to go from MLS Cup winning coach to worst team in the league. They're on a heater right now. They've turned it around. I bet that stadium. I'm kind of excited to see that stadium. That's what I want to see. Six thousand seats. Do you think like the the wives from Big Little Lies will be there? Yes, they like will. The, like is that the area where they filmed that? Yeah. Like, Monterey Bay Stadium, eleven million dollars, brand spanking new. It just opened a month ago. That's why they're on the road for two months. Are there like uh, like sea otters and shit that like swim around it? Is it on the water? Like it's actually a pool uh, in the penalty box. Shut up. For- <laughs> <laughs> $11 million. It's a little tiny, 6,000-seat pretty thing with trees around it. I was talking with James earlier, and he says that's a very sleepy part of, huh. of California. Yeah. And, like, you would never think there would be a team there, but I bet there's money there, right? Hey, man, you, you build your own stadium the first off season, and you pay the, the fee, and fuck it. Right. I mean, like, how many teams are there that don't have soccer-specific stadiums that have been in the league? Since its inception, right? Yeah. So, you know, kudos on them. 
I mean, I don't know. I guess that's that's a big picture question of like, what are they looking for? What kind of markets are do they want? But early start time on Saturday for our listeners. Five o'clock kickoff central time, correct? Let's be real. Are you going to watch this game live? On Saturday, probably not because it's my wife's birthday and we'll probably be doing birthday stuff. Um, but I will watch it, for yes, at some point. I... I have the same response, which is like, you know, Saturday I've got some things. And I was list- talking to listener Dave, friend of the pod, Dave Stolarski, guest of the pod, yep. Dave Stolarski, about this. And like, hey, I mean, would you schedule a dinner around an SAFC road game? No, I'm not. We're not. I'm not there as a super fan. Like, I'm but. a fan of soccer. But I'm more of a fan of soccer than just SAFC soccer. Would you schedule a dinner around a USA game? Some dinners, yes. Some I could not get get around. Did you watch the USA-Uruguay game live? I did. Did you watch the USA-Morocco game live? What day was that? Was that Tuesday or Wednesday? Yeah, that one. Uh, Yes, and I moved a dinner... So I could watch it live. I took my mother out to dinner, and I moved the time to go to dinner up so that I could watch the game live. Thank you for, in time, living into my heuristic of that's the answer I wanted because Dave said the same thing, and I would say the same thing. And it's time to talk USA because... Great transition. SAFC, awesome, great, win this game. I'm not scheduling my trips or my dinners or anything around a 5 p.m. away game at Monterey Bay. But USA. Oh wait, wait, one last thing. One last thing. I'm gonna watch. Do you do you find yourself your interest in SAFC waning on these long road trips where they haven't been here in like a month? Is that a thing, or is that just me? <laughs> yes, ish. Unprecedented. Our one game in six weeks gets canceled. September twentieth. Recant. But like, you see what I'm getting at, yes. right? Like, yes. Hey, your girl, your wife leaves for six weeks. You're gonna start. <laughs> just looking at the girls walking down the street just to, you know, check out what else is going on. I'm not saying you're going to do anything, but you might just look at the merchandise. Yes, I, I understand what you're saying. and But, like, that was just a thing that I was thinking about on the way over here as I was looking at the stadium. <laughs> and it's been dark. The stadium has been dark for a long time. Ooh, right? Wow. SAFC, I don't like how we have, like, three game home stands and three game away stands. I liked it when the, was it last season or two seasons ago, or maybe it was three when they when the like the longest you could have was two on the road and two at yes. home. Remember they had like a specific yes. scheduling, yes, because it because it keeps you interested, yes. the whole time and like a lot of these USL teams like need to like if, if they're it's out of sight out of mind right it's a habit that's what I'm always saying yeah everything's a habit church is a habit look at the, I mean we got coming up three home games. Home away, then three away games, and then back for three out of four at home, and then three on the road, and then three on the road, and one at home. One, I don't like three at a time. Like I don't need three games in ten days or three weeks. I need a game, and then let me go live my life. Maybe they are scheduling them so that they stay, stay. away because they're playing. They Sacramento, and then it's uh, and it's Maybe. Monterey Bay, and yeah. then it's another California team. Or no, are they back home? We come back, but the game before that was RGV, so whatever. I don't know. I am watching the USA game live 
Friday at 9 p.m. Clayton. Me as well. Are you ready to talk about the U.S.'s national team? Let's talk U.S. men's national team. Team of everybody. Yep. Uh, USA zero, Uruguay zero. I I think there was a game before when we broadcast. Okay, last USA time. three, Morocco zero. Yep. We had a Christian Pulisic assist to Brendan Harrison for a goal in the first half. We had Timothy Weah with a rocket rocket goal in the first half. Two nothing at half. Second half, Christian Pulisic draws a penalty kick, finished by Haji Wright. First appearance for the senior U.S. men's national team. Completes the scoring in like the 70th minute or so. Everybody goes home happy. All the American fans in the stadium. See what I did there? Because Christian Pulisic wanted more American fans. We, we can talk that up. I don't think we need to. Okay. I kind of want to talk about the global. It's been two games. Do you have any particulars from either of those games that you want to talk about? No, I don't have any like singular performances that I want to that I want to bring up of any one player or anything like that. But let's p- point out to our listeners, and we haven't previewed Morocco. Both these teams that we just played, World Cup teams. Both those teams are playing in the World Cup. They have qualified from their regions, and they are going to be at the World Cup. So this is not like this wasn't just a joke around like ha ha, you know, like and like the coaches have to use these games to get their teams ready for the World Cup because there's not many dates where the international yeah. where they're going to be able to play again. And we mentioned it last time, but th- that's a point that I wanted to bring up. Good teams. I, I texted y'all and I texted my brother in Morocco. I was like, because the first few minutes they were like, they didn't take it to us, but like you could tell they had some very skilled players. Like you said, best right back in the world. Or at least most expensive right back in the world. Thank you. Uh, and then they have two or three other guys that play at big, at like big clubs. Like these are not pushover teams that you go, oh, you know, or maybe like that uneducated fan may go, well, Morocco, come on, man, yeah. But like rich soccer tra- tradition, good players. Um, and Uruguay beat. We previewed Mex- just recently. That's right. They beat the tar out of Mexico. Beat Mexico 3-0. Come play us after our great, great game. You might say, oh, we play Uruguay. Eh, 0-0, like Shattuck. Like, we play this tiny little nation. Uh, they have two World Cup championships, two Olympic gold medals, 15 South American championships. We previewed them. Great team. One of the hottest commodities in all of Europe. Uh, uh Darwin, Darwin Nunez. Nunez. Yes, we talked about in our preview. Yeah, good job. Cause they, Thank you. They benched Cavani so that Nunez could play, and I'm like, oh, this guy, oh, no, he's worth 70 million euros. Uh, What's your overall from the, from the, from the two ooh, performances? I've got five points. Okay. Number one, Joe Scali, just not ready. I texted you that. Yeah, so did he get in both games or just one? He may have. But, uh, he came on at halftime of one and then started the other one. Yes? Yep. Uh, I, I've been a big Scally fan over the over the this last year, and like upset that he hasn't been called in and prior. Mm-hmm. And I texted you guys, and you texted me, like uh, blatantly obvious, not ready yet, just n- not ready, but not a negative, not a negative experience. Nope. Yep. He could play at a Gold Cup and do just fine, but at the World Cup against Ashraf Hakimi. He needs – he's not ready. And for our listeners, young, 19, 1920. Borussia Gladbach. Just showed 18, up at a note like like at the beginning of this year. MLS Academy at products. At the beginning of this year, he's starting for a German team. I didn't even know who he was. He came from New York, 
didn't sign with the MLS and went over there. Yep. And, hey, good for him. Great player. Great club player. Not ready for prime time. Was he any better on the right than he was on the left when they moved him care. over there? Okay. I don't care. Yeah, it was blatantly obvious. Not ready yet. Probably not going on the plane even. Ooh, okay. Probably. Okay. Uh, second one. No number nine. Center forward position is still unoccupied. Yep. Is no it, one. No one has claimed it. No one has grabbed the brass ring to <laughs> use a, you know, to use a, a another cliche. Is it? Uh, is it time for Tim Weah or I'm getting, someone else? I, and I threw that out there, right? Like, you. I like, threw that out there. No, I threw no, it out. there. I threw that out there. Well, anyway, Sunday afternoon, I said, I think oh, I'm no, ready. I threw it in in the first before okay. the games even started. I wasn't ready before this, but after this, it's like, all right, I'm okay with with Weah or Pulisic playing playing as the nine. Pulisic. Either one. Either one. Would you really do it, though? If you were the coach, would you give it a shot, or would you just roll with what you got? Yes, because, you know, we've talked about in the past about how I'm the just-put-your-best-players-out-there guy. Um, yeah. And it, it gives us a chance to put one more of our best players of our best players out there. But, uh, by your theory, what if I took, like, Steve on the, on the James gang and put him at forward? He's one of our best players. He is a terrible center forward. Yes, good point. So I, I see yes, but what you're asking those guys to do isn't if you're using way or pull, is not that foreign to them. It's not that foreign. Way is flourishing, getting by people in some awkward athletic manner, and Pulisic is flourishing, being a turd ball and eventually getting by people. And both of them have played that position before as well in their but in their lives. They're both doing well where they're at. Yes. Do you take Angie and take her up to Alaska and say, now pull sleds, Angie, you dog? You know, like, I'm sure they have, like, a, a numbers person crunching this right now. Seriously. But, like, is it, like, th- what do we lose by taking them from that spot and then putting another person that wouldn't be starting um, in their spot? Angie ver- did versus... not like me bringing her up but, on and the you, pod. And you, you, like, you did bring up a really good strength. point when, when we were chatting <laughs> with, with friends. That in any any World Cup team that's good, somebody good comes off the bench. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like super sub is a is a phrase because it it belongs. You know what I'm saying. You can't. It, you really expect to get to the semifinals of a, or the quarterfinals without having someone off the bench to threaten. Paul Ari. Oops, sorry, Paul Ariello. We'll get to you later. Um, I was talking with my brother about it, and mm. and and like he has a very different like. He's more of a general soccer fan and like, you know, he knows, but he's like, he's like, dude, to succeed, you have to have like, not all these guys are going to be able to play every game, Ooh. you know? And like, he brought up a point, like it's still going to be 130 degrees there. Especially it's going to, it's going to be 130 degrees. It's there. more condensed. The games are closer. There you go. That's another thing. Yes. Part of my world cup plan of going to Egypt was also like, there's only three days before between games. There's group a place. All the teams and Group B on the same day. In other World Cups, it's three games a day. This one is four games a day. Because our it's our ideal lineups that you or I would give out, none, they're not all going to be healthy. They're not right or wrong either. And if Reyna – I'm totally in on that. If Reyna doesn't start the first game, he starts the second. And Arison subs. And then Pulisic takes a break. You know, and another point we – like – it's spectacular that we can have this debate yeah. and we can have this conversation. Last World Cup, obviously, we didn't even qualify, 
the World Cup before that, we were like, this is who we got. And, like, there was no debate about who's going to play where. Josie Altidore goes down, and Clint Dempsey plays center forward. We do have serviceable center forwards. Like, they're not great. Ugh, I mean, are the shoot, are they worse than what we had? Though? Well, and I, I was – I think it was the Uruguay game, and they were bringing up France. Yeah. Yeah, that just won the last World Cup. Drew, uh, who was their – Top didn't score a goal the entire tournament, and they he won. Didn't score. He didn't score, and he didn't score uh, a goal. The, like your nine doesn't have to score for you to be successful. Hmm. They can do other things, you know. Yeah. But anyway, I I don't think it's a dwell. I don't think it's a dwelling point. Is there like? But it sounds like from your point so far, overall positive, right? Like overall from these oh, two games, yeah. positive. Yes. I should have stopped and said. Oh, okay. If you want to take no, no, no. Uh, big picture, great. Hardly ever seen us play this well. Like the passing. I mean, it's really it's good. crazy watching whoever's playing in the middle for us. Uh, I guess it's pretty much been Musa. Musa. Okay. I mean, big thumbs I, up for our listeners. I know we've talked about him in the past. Not and a there, lot. There's been a there's Not been a, a limited lot. amount of opportunities to see him because, like the first times he came in and cut, like he wasn't a guaranteed starter, but Holden was like, he's 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 got to be penned in there like starting right. lineup. He he's like, I would I would put him in there before Adams or McKinney right now in their in current form current form. Sure. It was good. Yeah, it was, it was really good. I mean, like taking on seasoned veteran professional players and not like clowning number and like owning it but like just being so poised even yeah. when things don't go his way all the time still gets back on the ball and is poised and drives and like we're coming up trying to come up with a nickname and like tanner's you know friend of the pod tanner's he's always driving at people you know, like formula one call him f1 call him stock car i don't know i don't know what but he's for listeners that haven't seen him play just try to watch him a little bit over the next couple of games. He's 19. Yep. And he ha- former captain of the England youth national team as well. Doesn't play a lot of center mid for his club. So I try to watch him for Valencia because I enjoy how he plays. He plays on the wing a lot. He's He's got big upside. Big. Oh, I mean, he, like, could be, he could be really good for a really long period of time. Would you rather have him or Jude Bellingham? Ooh, good point. Like, if you're uh, starting your team, or not starting your team, but, like, if you... You get one. I'm gonna you get take, one or the other. Which one do you want? I'm taking Musa. Ooh, for I'm real? Taking, yes. For let real. Ta- let me tell you why. Jude Bellingham... Not, not the hype. The, not, the, hold, not, hold on. Jude Bellingham, 17, 18-year-old on Dortmund, one of the best young players in the world. Like, center mid who is coveted by everyone. He'll he'll end up getting, getting just beat down by the English media, like, when he doesn't. And, well, he, and Musa doesn't have to do that here in the United States. Musa, okay, but if you Musa get can Be- always flourish. If you get Bellingham, I meant for America. Like, oh, we, okay. You get, you don't have to deal with the England. Musa does bring a lot more offensive game. Bellingham's like a good Tyler Adams. I'm I'm taking Musa. I really am. I might too. He he chose to play for the United States. He That's looks another thing too. Like. He looks he, he a little cho- like a Pogba. He chose to play for the United States. He had, like, what, three other options, four other options that he could have played for internationally, it, and he chose yeah. us. And, like, that – and, like, and like cynics could, cynics could say, well, he's guaranteed of always playing. I don't, know, don't get into that. But is he, like, a 
Shorter Pogba, kind of? Oh. I don't know. A little more active. Because Pogba's athleticism is so much a part of his game. That Moose is too, though. Eh. Moose turned one of those little Uruguayans. He did, dude. I remember. And just doesn't it's like a flea dude, he did a couple of the, he, did, he did a couple yeah, of like like shoulder like shoulder shimmy <laughs> yeah. where the guy's like whoa and then he just changed directions <laughs> yeah. and pinged like a 40 yard ball he's got that but i like the simpler just you know what i'm big i'm a turn pogba does that a lot he puts his body out there and he's just like i'm a big motherfucker he, man he really is my man crush these days <laughs> yeah. him, him and uh him and my boy uh de la torre okay but anyway go ahead All right, move next on next on point. my list next point second center back Who's your second center back right now? Oh, man. That's a great question. Walker Zimmerman. Great shit the last year. We can sit like our can quarter- sit there and talk about, like, well, MLS. Can we put him against this, that, or the other? Our quarterback. He, he's, he, he is, he's, our, he's, our, he's there right now. He is like – he's QB1 right – he's CB1 right now. Who's CB2? I mean, I really – I really – I want it to be Chris Richards. Yeah. I want it to be Chris Richards. And but I don't know right now. I no mean, one. I, long, I guess. No. I mean, aren't Zimmerman along the same player? Yes. So, do you want a different player? Do you want a Brooks? Do you want a Richards? Long's a shittier version of Zimmerman. Yeah. Uh, okay, John Brooks, Wolfsburg. Why back. is he not? Why is he not? Why did they not even bring him in this round? He won't come over here and not start. He basically wants to be a promise to start. Really? Is, that, are, is, this, is this, like, ego things really still happening? This is my tea leaves. He's never called in. He, he always, They always make up bullshit. Is this, is this just you thinking that, or have you read stuff? I've that, read that and kind heard of... that on podcasts and soccer blogs. That he's like, look, I'm not going to come from Germany if I don't start the game. And they're like, well, we can't tell – we're not – and they had a falling out. Because remember when he played against Canada and we got benched in the next game? And he had that scowl on the sideline. Oh, yeah. So when he looked at, like, Burhalter when he came off. Just or, like, they scored. He's like, see, see, see. After he had been torched, like, numerous times. Yes. So uh, would you consider bringing him back for the World Cup? D- Listener Dave and I talked about this at lunch. You called us – we were probably actively talking about this when you called. Like, do you bring a guy back just for the World Cup, knowing he's he's better than everyone we've talked about tonight, right? So there's one more international break after this in September. Two games in Europe. Yeah. Um, he He's so – so I don't want two of the exact same center back. Yeah. And Long is the same as Zimmerman. Richards isn't proven enough. Uh, Eric Palmer Brown isn't proven enough. So, I mean, Brooks, like, you got to give him a chance. What's the locker room think if you bring this guy back? Would they That's be like. That's a good point. Do, do, it's, it's like the old days when we discussed Landon Otteman. Like, they say, hey, we want to win. Dave Stolarski says they want to win. They want the best player on the field. Right. It's like, I'll even go back further. It's the Harks, Winalda thing. Like, when John Harks was that, our captain that and didn't they, kicked him, they kicked him off the team. We don't know what's going on in the locker room. So that's a that that's something that Burhalter has to and but it's a point. It's a it's a legitimate it issue. Is. It is you can like, jack you can jack up like yeah. remember when France like turned on yeah. each other like yeah. two World Cups ago? Yeah. And they ended up like the government got involved and in having hearings about it and stuff. You've heard about the Dutch having problems with yeah. race issues. 
we've before. got we've got really good juju right now, don't we? Yes, that's it. Like they the look players like, look happy, and it's a lot of the kids that came up together. Yeah, you know, and um, and like, and so that's a legitimate point. Like you're not you're not wrong, but I I will bring up that there is a certain skill level at some point that you have to. Would you call them in, knowing what you know and futurizing yourself? Yes. Okay. Yes. I I might right now. I might. Especially especially knowing that there's dudes that he brings in that like his rationale is he's a great locker room guy. I I would prefer to have less great locker room guys and one guy that may be questionable in the locker room if his skill level is exponentially better. You know you love Weston McKinney playing the Lady Gaga on the piano. I didn't. I, I watched it and it was okay. I mean, you mean like, that's going to disappear when you start I, bringing I, in mercenaries. He did not. He didn't. He didn't. He looks like he's been hurt for a while. He didn't. But you bring in mercenaries, you're going to lose the juju. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're not going to have I, guys putting piano on Twitter. It's going to be a business. And John Brooks, you play there. We win games. Blah blah blah. And like, if you if you do it also. Is it, does it kind of bring up the whole argument that you've heard in the past also about the, the guys that, are, that aren't really, like, born and bred in America and their heart? Kind of, like... What about you? I, I hate to bring that because I, I think this jive ass, I don't yeah. like that argument at all. But maybe there is something to it. Don't you dance with the ones that brung you, Clayton? I mean, I mean, what have we ever won with him, though? He, I'm saying, he didn't qualify us. Others did. Good point. Do you call him up and be like, hey, come start in the World Cup? Good point. Then he becomes like the David Regie, remember? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, I don't think we're going to be able to, to solve it. You said yes. I, uh, yes, I'm calling him in. I kind of... I'm calling him in in September because those games are going to be in uh, Europe. He's going to be right there. I kind of agree. And then you see how good he is and how toxic he is. Yes. And then, yes, you can make <laughs> that final decision then. All right. Goalkeeper, I ain't worried, Clayton. I ain't. Well, you, you, I you, will ri- you, were very, you were very dismissive of Sean Johnson. I will ride or die with Matt Turner. I don't care what happens at Arsenal. And I will ride or die with Zach Steffen. You know what? It's not our biggest problem. And I think Sean Johnson, I don't want him in the World Cup, but he could probably be okay. Our- is are you concerned at all about playing time for our keepers come the World Cup? Because Turner's going to Arsenal. I'll roll. And so he probably they, they love that Ramsdale guy. And I Arsenal, ro- so I'll, he's not going to be the starter. I'll roll with Matt Turner because he didn't play for six months because of his frostbite, and he came back and he was fantastic last game. Fantastic against Morocco. And you know I would Matty I, I always have thought that he's going to be awkward on the ball. I haven't seen him have any nervy Better. moments on, on the ball. Not Better. nearly as many as Stefan has had, like no in our shit. times. No and, she, and, and I know why you were a little dismissive of Sean Johnson. He looked shaky on the ball at the start of the game yeah. when they were pressing us hard. Yeah. And and I saw that myself. And But then as the game progressed, he got much better with his feet. Great save. Really, it comes down to can you we make. Want, we, you and I agree on this. We want a shot stopper, first and foremost. Yeah. Yes. yes. And Matt Turner is our best yes. shot stopper right now. When we play random-ass teams that we know nothing about, and it's just, like, it's the James gang, and you're picking any of those four to keep for the James gang, you want Matt Turner to just make the saves. Don't give up any 
like you would say, jive-ass bullshit and just get on with the game, right? So let's move on because we're kind of running out of time. Uh, two games coming up. CONCACAF Nations League yeah. are we going to see all the bench guys or do you think he's going to keep working with the same group that he wants to be his group for the World Cup well we got Friday night in Austin against Grenada and then Tuesday against El Salvador I can't even comprehend Tuesday I'd like to focus on Grenada are you okay with that yes because Tuesday's Tuesday and we're both going to be at the game we are you're going I'm going yep. T- listener Tanner's going a lot of listeners are going we'll see you in Austin at what was that bar we went to last time? Do you remember that? It name was a of it? brewery, mm. and I don't remember what the brewery. Oh, the bar before where we all met up mm-hmm. in downtown. Mm-mm. No, up the by brewery. The stadium. I don't remember. I'm staying at a hotel that's point six miles away from you the better stadium. Better come meet me and Tanner pregame. Okay. You're not sitting with us. Got it. Uh, I have a what I want to see. Do you have a what you want to see on Friday night in person? Um. I want to see my wife having a good time because Ooh. it's her birthday. I think and I somehow managed to get her to go to the U.S. Men's National Team game she for loved, her birthday. She loves her some Christian Pulisic. She probably she does. She see does. CP10 play, huh? Eh, he's probably not going to, though. Probably not. Not start. Probably not. But anyway. I want to see data points, Clayton. So I am not. I don't want to see Christian Pulisic. I want to see Haji Wright. How good are you? I want to see CCV, EPB. How good are you? George Bellow? Can, can, can our fringe guys dominate a team that we should dominate? Luca De La Torre? That's my boy right there. I want, I want Rosencrantz and Guildenstern in the spotlight seeing if they can play. And if they can't, just like Joe Scally, we'll say thank you for your service. You're third in line. Awesome. We'll call you. Don't call me. And hey, that's great. And if they're good, they're good. But I think it starts important. Yes. And I'm excited. I am more excited to see people trying out not Christian Pulisic. We always want to see, like, can, can these guys help? Can they, can they be something more than just a name that we know? Because we're going to freaking win. From one to nothing to eight to nothing. USL tie-in, there is someone on a USL, maybe Orange County or someone like that, that scored in Grenada's. They've already played one game. Uh, like uh, the other day, and there's someone from the USL that scored for them. Just a little quick tie-in right there. I can't remember what his name is. I also can't remember or know a thing. Are you ready to talk about the Panini World Cup? Panini Wait. World Cup preview brought to you by Panini. Everyone get your stickers, get your book. You're going to like this. Listener Dave today asked me if we were actually sponsored by Panini. Maybe if we say it enough, then maybe we'll get a shout-out from them. I told him that, no, we are not. But that is a good call. We'll just put hashtag Panini on all. Panini is a sponsor of the Dan Patrick Show. You know, I mentioned Dan Patrick, and I listen in the mornings when I'm in my office. Panini sponsors Dan Patrick. Yes. This is a thing. This could happen. Yeah. Well, we're going alphabetical backwards. So our next team this week, Cameroon. World Cup 2002, 2010, 2014, and 2022. Their fourth World Cup. One advancement to the second round ever. What do you got? Friend of the pod, James, did some research with me on the way over here. <laughs> uh, most appearances in the World Cup by any African team? Yeah. No way. Nope. No. Nope. Is that controversial? Am I, I, am I, I would making know. stuff up? Hard disagree because... What? 
No, O2 was their first World Cup. No. No, you're totally wrong about this. All right. Because Roger Mila. Remember Roger Mila and no. Cameroon? He was Cameroonian? Yes. Don't you remember the Cameroon team that beat Argentina like in 86 or 90 no. or no. maybe 94 in the no. very first world in the very first game? So James didn't want me to bring this up. First time oh, I ever saw well, first time African I ever team? saw an an African team Ooh. an all an all black team playing soccer. Ooh. Roger Mila and Cameroon, the Indomitable Lions. That's not Nigeria. James, James come over here and, and bring and bring it up, please, so we can Okay. You know how they qualified? Or do you have more to say? No. Like, do you no. know how they qualified? Just we're give, give them a little background of Campbell. Do give you know how they qualified? No. How did they qualify? Apparently, I'm, I'll, I'll say that. Apparently, I'm wrong. I thought that. Uh, <laughs> you don't know? Holy shit, Clayton. They played, oh, wait. Was this the laser beam? That was no. This the, was the, nope, nope, nope. That was Senegal versus... Egypt in Na- Africa, Cup of Nations. Wherever the pharaoh Egypt, yep, is from. Yeah, Salah. Uh, they played Algeria. They won one to nothing at home. They went on the road to Algeria. They lost in regulation one nothing. So extra time one one. Algeria scores in the hundred eighteenth minute. Massive celebrations. Two to one. They're in the World Cup in the one hundred twenty fourth minute. Cameroon booted it. Billy first touch in the goal and on road goals. 124th minute. So they didn't go to penalty shootouts. They did They did away goals. They won on away goals. Four minutes of extra time on the last kick of the game to go to the World Cup. I remember seeing those highlights and just about peeing my pants. It's pretty awesome. That is an amazing story. And, like, I, I, I distinctly remember them. So you remember who Roger Mila was, right? Yeah, he yeah, won the yeah, golden yeah, boot and he was, yeah. like, 40 years old. Remember? Maybe he wasn't that old. I remember Rajamila. And here's another thing. Like, they brought a flair to the game that I had never really seen before. And, like, maybe that sounds racist or that sounds like... That goes into my spotlight player, Clayton. I love that you have one because I don't have an individual one where normally that's my job. New who? San Seattle Sounders legend. This dude's been on the Sounders... For four or five years. Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. I think he spent some time living in America. I don't. I don't think they signed him straight from Cameroon. The dude plays outside back or or left center back, and he is a nutcase, Clayton. He yes, was, I know. I know exactly who you're talking about. Own box bicycle kicks. He is a character and amazing. He's so fun. And they but call, that's African soccer, kind of right. Like there's a like a flair to it. There's a flair. There's a different Seattle. It's a different. It's he's a different like a game. He's a cult hero in Seattle. They called him up starting this year. He was on that Cup of Nations and on that qualifying team to go to the World Cup. So he's going to go to the World Cup as an MLSer, and he is awesome. New who man? You, look for so our listeners look for the green, red, and yellow. Like, I love that cut. Like, they go green jerseys, red shorts, yellow socks. Oh, have you seen my Cameroon jersey from 2010? The one, Shadok? No. The, the red stripes on the yellow? Oh, I wear yeah. It they the always, it's always crazy and fun. Oh, it's and, great. And, like, and they will have fans that are dancing the entire time. And it's just, like, they're a fun team to watch. I don't know if you can dance in guitar, but let's move on. Yeah. All right. Free kicks. 
Brought to you by Trevino Tile for three generations. Trevino Tile been taking care of your tiling needs. Ask for them by name. You've always got a Trevino Tile something. Have they serviced you lately? <laughs> yep. They well, they came and fixed my shower. Been to the isolation bar lately. Boom. Hey, uh, shout out to sponsor's son Waylon on the championship baseball. Alma Heights, the league city championship team, not like not all star teams. Like this is a new thing in city little champs. league. City, like your team that wins plays against other little yes. league teams that win, and the full team. My son played in that game. I went. It was ridiculous. Is that our free kick? So no, we're talking little league baseball. I have a free Go, kick. give it. Do you have a free kick? I'll think of one, perhaps. Vix. V-I-X. Listeners, it's like foot bodal, okay? It's a, a soccer thing I found. It's Vix is a TV channel. It's on your Roku, your Fire Stick, your smart TV. You download it. It's free. There's no sign up. You click on the button. It shows every Univision channel, including European Cup of Nations, USA games. Today's England game was on it. Clayton, in the last week, Vix saved my soccer dumb because all these games have been all over the place. They're all on Vix, and you don't have to listen to Alexi Lawless. You don't have to listen <laughs> to Stu- Taylor Twelman. I'm so tired of Taylor What do they Twelman. do? They just send, like, a random English guy to, like... No, to no, to it's what? in Spanish. Sorry, oh, okay. I speak Spanish, so I understand. But the game is on, and it's not the people you don't like talking. There's normal commercials, like normal TV. It's just the feed of all the Univision channels. So, like, the U.S. game Friday night, I will bet money it's on VIX for free. You don't have to get Paramount+. Plus. You don't have to put in any password or email. You just click on the button. And like the Internet said, it's not going to be free forever, I don't think. But right now, it's free. So just go get it. V-I-X. Shout out to uh, the San Antonio Sports Team of the Year, the Dan Cook um, Sports Team of the Year. They just had the San Antonio like Sports Awards. This is a new thing for I high school. Oh, it's Bernie, new, yeah. Bernie Greyhounds, second year in a row winning the state championship. Their coach, Michael Strong, Alma Heights graduate, um, second year in a row winning a state championship. We had we did. Somehow we skipped over the state champion. We did shit. We didn't. We didn't talk any 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 soccer stuff like around the state. But shout out to them. It's two years in a row, Bernie. They're four A. It's the new. It's the old school, but it's the new school. That's crazy. And two two state championships in a row for them. Congratulations. Back, back to back state champs. Yep. And city champs of the Dan Cook Trophy. Yep. That's all we got tonight, Matthew. But well done. Buenas noches, Clayton. This is fun.